0: Hi everyone, welcome to our first ever podcast. My name is Tara and I'm going to host today's session. I am also accompanied by my fellow friends. Hi, my name is Desiree.
1: And my name is Arva.
0: And today, me, Desiree, and Arva are going to talk a little about gymnastics and athletics. First of all, I would like to ask Desiree to explain what she knows about gymnastics.
2: Well, what I know is that gymnastics are exercises that helps develop or display physical agility and coordination. Gymnastics teaches participants how to move, roll, jump, swing, and turn upside down.
1: I would also like to add, the modern sport of gymnastics typically involves exercise on uneven bars, balance beam, floor, and bowling horses for women, and horizontally and parallel bars, rings, floor, and pommel horse.
0: I agree with both of your definitions and understanding about gymnastics, not to mention besides agility and coordination, gymnastics also require physical strength, flexibility, power, and balance.
1: It seems like there's a lot to cover in order to master gymnastics, but first, when did the first gymnastics originate?
2: From what I learned, gymnastics is thought to have started in the ancient Greece around 2,500 years ago, where it was utilized in preparing to stay in shape for sporting exercises. In the Greek city of Athens, gymnastic competitions were held, including tumbling, rope climbing, and other comparable exercises.
0: The gym was the center of the social action. Men met there not. Kn- not exclusively to practice sport, yet to understand art, music, and theory. The Greeks accepted that symmetry between the brain and body was conceivable just when the actual exercise was combined with scholarly action. Due to their adoration for these competitions, the Athenians supported the ancient Olympic Games. At the point when the Romans vanquished Greece, they found out that gymnastics was truly significant in their military preparation. With that as it may, after the fall of the Roman Empire, gymnastics disappeared for many years.
1: Wow, it turns out gymnastics has a very long history before it gets here.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
2: And what about rules that needed to be followed? Do you know anything about it?
1: I've done my research, and it says that only three of the routines are limited to time in artistic gymnastics, which are men and women's floor exercise and women's balance beam, the one even that has music set to its women's floor exercise. Usually, routines running post-time limits have to pay a penalty of 0.1.
0: Yes, that is right. Also, events performed along with music are expected to receive points for a categorical approach to artistry, composition, and music or musicality. Coaches determine athletes' competitive capacity for levels, and athletes must compete in the same levels in all events and all around.
2: I've heard that female gymnasts participating in artistic gymnastics aren't allowed to perform in rhythmic gymnastics. Is that true?
1: It is. One more thing to keep in mind, at the program level, an artistic gymnast specialist in fewer events than the all-around totally may compete on two different levels. With the one-level difference between while in an international competition, an athlete must be on the same level in all events entered.
0: Great. Now let's talk about how to do gymnastics in the correct way so our fellow friends that are currently listening can understand better. To
2: start, there are four simple gymnastic moves that we're going to explain. These moves include front split, handstand, bridge, and back walkover. Maybe Arfa can start by explaining how to front split properly?
1: Alright, so first, you need to warm up your muscles before you start stretching. You need to practice every day if possible. Next, consistency will help you a lot. And you also need to use properties such as yoga blocks to help support you if needed. Don't forget to stop if you feel any pain and try to relax into the position and focus on your breath. It can you go deeper.
0: Now, I'm going to explain how to handstand properly. Start out on a wall until you build up the strength and mental courage to practice in the middle of the room. A great way to improve strength is to hold your handstand longer and longer over time next is bridge this is a
2: position you can practice regularly at home the proper bridge takes time to work up to so consistency and commitment uh, to the pose is the key always listen to your body's limitation and steer clear of pain lastly back walk over push up to a bridge and lift one leg as high as you can work up to a position where you can lift your legs so it points straight up to the ceiling this helps you learn how to balance with your hands and only and only one leg, and and improves your flexibility too. By following all the steps we just explained, we promise you a safe and beneficial gymnastic exercise.
0: That's it for gymnastics. Now we are going to continue with athletics. So Arfa, can you help me to explain about the history of athletics so we can know how it all started?
1: Sure, basically in the year 776 BC, The first branch of athletics in the Olympics was held in the ancient Olympia in Greece. The winner was the aspects of the Olympics held in Greece, then spread to Italy in 200 BC. It was during the Middle Ages where the athletics spread to the Northern Europe. Tracks and fields, as we know, it developed in the 19th centuries, where it was held by educational institutions, sport clubs, and some military organizations.
2: Following Arfa's explanation about the history of athletics, amateur athletic association was established by England, and there was also another organization created called the New York Athletic Club, which held the first USA outdoor athletics game. The biggest milestone was in 1896 in the Summer Olympics game in Athens. Followed by the second milestone, which was which was in 1912, when the inter the International Amateur Athletics Federation was founded. Finally, women were able to participate in track and field in 1921.
0: That was a really good explanation. I didn't even know that women can never really participate in track and field until 1921. I know, right?
1: So what about the rules and regulations?
0: Well, some of the
2: rules for running and sprinting that I know are starting blocks are used for relays for 400, 400 meters or less. A referee instructs runners to get on their marks, while for sprints, and the referee says say set to get them into their marks. A starting device is used to mark the start of the race. Therefore, running before the shot is prohibited and will cause disqualification every runner must stay in their lane during short races as for medium races they start inside the lanes and open at a certain distance while longer races have waterfall starts the baton has passed from 20 meter and finally hurdles have 19 obstacles during the
0: dash for scoring and technicalities the top three to eight athletes score points for their teams participants must check in with a clerk or the course prior to the meet and shift field judged prior to an event, and ref may disqualify athletes for uniform violation.
2: Don't forget about how to play athletics.
1: I got you. I'm going to divide it into two, track and field and relay. For track and field, athletes run in their lanes, and it's classified into three categories, which are sprints, middle distance, and long distance. Meanwhile, for relay, there are four athletes in one team and they must pass a baton at a certain point to their teammate with the aim to finish first.
0: I think we need to end today's session here, but don't worry. We'll be back with more fun and interesting topics to discuss around gymnastics and athletics in the next episode. That's it for us now. Thanks for tuning in, everyone.